0: Yes, 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 I hope you still know what time it is, it's been a while, but your boy is back with The Styles Files. I am your host, Alan Styles, and thank you for joining the show. If you've been listening, shout out to the day ones, and if you're new, welcome. I know everyone, all my listeners are probably sick of me, um... You know, apologizing for missing weeks. This has been probably the biggest stretch of me not recording since I started the show, but like I always say, I have good reason. And again, I do. I told everyone that the fall was going to be really crazy for me. I'm actually still not done with my trips and things like that, but um a good bulk of them are done now. So, but don't tr- but don't worry. You know, now this is more content for me to give to you, and I have so much to get into from you know, festivals that I've gone to, food festivals, music festivals, my first bachelor party, don't worry, uh, to my friend that is the bachelor, I won't go into too much detail. Just as a heads up, if, you know, you are listening right now for sports, um, this episode probably won't have any, just because I don't think I'm going to have time, uh, you know, to get to any of it, and honestly, going forward, I don't want to make any crazy Announcements here or anything like that, but going forward, you know, we are going to try to maybe do more sports when I have someone on versus me um, just kind of talking about it by myself. Um, just something, you know, when you have a podcast, you want to try out different things, definitely not saying I'm not going to talk about sports anymore, but I want to do it in a way that really is unique. And I'm still working on uh, what that formula is. Um, so just bear with me with that, but I will be sure to, you know, let everybody know, uh, what, before the show starts, what is going to be talked about. So if you are looking uh, to hear about some sports, um, and I tell you that you're not going to hear any, uh, you don't feel like you've, wasted the best 20 to 60 minutes of your life okay but before i get into my trips and stuff i got a couple stories that i wanted to um to get through the first one being uh, you know i'm getting i know people that have listened to the show know that i have this ongoing feud with just bartenders everywhere and you know it's not it's not that i hate bartenders we just get into it a good bit and i'm not really sure why um I don't know what the swag is, you know, so, um, and before actually I actually get into that, I just remembered I, had, I got into a feud th- just this morning, getting on Bart, or leaving Bart, where this, um, this guy, I mean, he, he, big dude, basically, we're both walking to the stairs, right, and he was like kind of looking at his phone, whatever, could I have let him go by, sure, or could I have just walk by, w- walked right by him? Sure. Now, if you ride BART or any type of transportation, I would say that on the rude meter from one to ten, ten being the highest, this is about a two. So I don't know if he just having a bad morning or what. So, you know, I go ahead and, you know, right in front of him. And he hits me with a really. Right. So as I did that, other people kind of either went, you know, behind behind me. So he was a couple of people behind me. And I wasn't really sure if he was talking to me. And then, like, four or five steps up, I was like, he actually, I think he's definitely talking to me. So, you know, I just go ahead and say to him, I'm saying, look, man, if you think that's rude, you must not ride Bart a lot. You know, and I look back at him and I say it and he just kind of shakes his head. And I just continue to talk because that's what I do. And I say, you know, this was about a two on the uh, on the rude meter. And he says to me, exactly, that's the point. What? What do, you, what do you mean? If it's that low, why would, why even say anything? If it was really rude, then you would say something. I think he's got it backwards. So I just said, again, uh, you clearly don't ride Bart a lot if you think that was rude. Uh, and continued on my day. And he felt pretty stupid, I could tell. Um, and yeah, so... Look, these fuse, man, they just ha- happen in life. Uh, but this is nothing compared to what happened with this bartender. And I'm going to tell them right now this happened at Lord George in San Francisco. Um, they have this weird situation where we have gotten food from them before at work and they like serve fried chicken and stuff like that. But then none of that is on their menu uh, at the restaurant. So I-, I don't know what the deal is there. Um, but anyway, we were there for a going away party. And essentially what happened was we sat down, and at this point, you know, the company card is gone. So everybody is uh, using their own money, you know, so there's Venmo being thrown around. There's different cards being thrown around. And we go to sit down, and the bar was really close to um, to the table. So there really was no reason for us to, you know, need need to wait for anybody to come by. So as soon as we sit down, some people got up and it's like one long table you know what i mean it's it's where everybody can sit so a couple people immediately go straight to the bar a couple of us are waiting for them to come back so that happens and while we're waiting uh, you know a bartender comes up to us you know they're like all server bartenders there's like three of them rotating and one of them comes up to us and he you know says hey can i get you guys something to drink and you know, the buddy, you know, co-worker next to me who, you know, the music was playing, we're talking, uh, there's a lot going on, and he just, you know, innocently says, oh, okay, we can order drinks from you. Now, I don't know if the guy was like, he's supposed to have dry humor, like I'm a dick type of humor, but uh, he says back to my buddy, he goes, and this is the first, like the second line we've heard from him, uh, so we have no clue what type of person he is, and the second line he says is, I mean, yeah, that's why I'm here. you're at a bar to order drinks we were just like whoa okay that was unnecessary uh fast forward you know a little while in the future and a different guy you know comes over after we've all started separate tabs I mean they're going everywhere and um he comes up and he's like hey can I get you guys a drink and I said I had my my tab open at the bar and I was like yeah can I just you know uh can I order from you if you know, my tab is at the bar. He goes, oh, yeah, sure. So I get some drinks, or I get a drink. Um, you know, the guy who's going away party was, he orders a drink. Everybody's ordering drinks. So I don't even know how they're breaking it down. Um, I kind of saw the writing on the wall, but whatever. I think you can see where this is going. So now it's time to uh, its time to get the heck out of there. So I walk up to the bar, and I notice that, you know, three drinks uh, that the guy who was leaving um, – had ordered were on my tab you know what I mean and it's like it's like that annoying amount right like it was the whole the whole tab was like 60 bucks but I'm like ah I don't you know I I only spent 30 you know what I mean and I did want to get him a drink but I didn't you know feel like paying for three you know I don't know what to say so anyway um, I go up to him and I say hey man it looks like uh, they got me for, for some of your drinks. So of course, and I think everyone's been in this situation where someone just bosses up on you and now you feel like hella poor, right? He, he he's on the phone and he's just like, Oh yeah, here, just put it all on my tab here. just gives me the card. Now I feel like, uh, like annoying and poor, just like, God dang it. You know what I mean? Like I should have just paid whatever. So, um, I walk over back to the bar and I give the guy his, uh, I give the guy the card. Of the guy who's, I give the bartender the card from the guy who's going away party it is, and I say, and you know, and I, I say, yeah, just put it all in there. All he did was turn around. All he did was turn around and press maybe two buttons. He didn't slide anything, right? Um. So now I'm having like a conscious because I'm like, you know what? I make good money. Like, I, I, I shouldn't, you know, I shouldn't be getting paid for like this, right? So. You know, I said, hey, man, you know what? It's really just like 60 and 60. Oh, sorry. The most important thing here is this is the guy from the beginning who had that smart stuff to say. Uh, very important point. Um, so I said, hey, man, you know, just wanted to, uh, I was wondering if, you know, it's just like, it's 60 bucks, it's just like 30 and 30. Can you just split it um, and it's all good? And he goes, mm, no, I can't. I can't. You're in San Francisco. Bay Area tech capital of the freaking world. Now, you can't split a check? No, it's not that you can't. You don't want to. You don't want to, okay? So I said, you can't? And he goes, no, I can't. So I said, "Um, well, okay, well, maybe in the future. And look, I am not exaggerating here. I Sure, I had a couple drinks, but I wasn't rude at all. You know, I literally just said, okay, well, maybe next time, you know, you guys can ask, like, whose tab it's on when you come by the tables and, um, you know, ask, do you want drinks, right? And it's not enough. He goes, oh, okay, so it's our fault. You guys don't know who's paying for the drinks. I, I was, you know me, I got a podcast. I was speechless, okay? And I had to just wait and I'm like, you know what? I cannot get in trouble here. Everybody's in a good mood. And all I said was, hey, you know, I'm not saying it's a fault thing. I'm just saying, um, you know, it would be nice if you guys had said, hey, you know, is this all on one tab or whatever. He goes, he doubles down. He goes, oh, no, 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 no. So you're saying it's our fault that you guys come to a bar and don't know who's going to pay for the drinks. You know me. I I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't do it anymore. I tried, right? So I said, you know what, man? You've been a dick all night. And he goes, I've been a dick all night. And I said, yeah, you have, you know. And as he said that, he turns around to start doing the tap. And I said, yeah, you know, we walked in. You had some smart stuff to say about, oh, um, yeah, I can take your drinks. That's why why we're at a bar. Like, da-da-da-da-da. And honestly, it was all just unnecessary. So what do you think happens? He finishes closing me out. And by the time that happens, I think something clicked in his mind. Then it's time for the tip. So he turns around with a bigger smile than Mr. Rogers, okay, and goes, hey, man, have a great night. Doesn't even acknowledge anything else. Doesn't apologize. He says, hey, man, have a great night. That's the type of stuff that gets on my damn nerves. Like if you are going to be a dick, go all the way through. Who cares about a little, fu- who cares? the? Di- and You know me. The difference between the tips is going to be maybe three, but $3. So be you. You know what I mean, but you know, acting a certain way the whole night, and then when it's time for a tip, trying to be you know Mister Happy Go Lucky—that is the worst to me. I and Lord George, I'm gonna tag you in this. I don't know, um, you know, I don't know what the dude's name is. All I know is he has a ponytail. But t- I'm telling you right now, he's super rude. And my guess is he probably owns the, the the owns the bar or something. That's why he thinks he can do whatever the hell he wants. But uh, you will not get any more of my money, whether I'm splitting it or whether it is all myself. The only time I will have anything from you again is if you deliver to my company. Okay, so I just had to get that out. All right. But speaking of companies, another thing I wanted to get into is, you know, throughout the last couple. And this this stuff never ends. Right. It just it really is a matter of how close that person is to you um, when it does happen. And what I'm talking about is when someone that you're really close to leaves, uh, the company that you work for or leaves your job, right. Or, or moves away, whatever the case is, um, because it does hurt. And it's a weird situation where I think I have a interesting take on this and people in my situation would, uh, because look, I went to like three colleges, right? So I have seen this in so many ways when it comes to being on a baseball team, um, you know, that camaraderie. And then as you leave and you no longer have that main thing in common anymore, you know, you realize how close you were or how close, you know, or, or you just had that one thing in common. And, and sometimes, you know, everybody thinks, oh, you know, we drifted away. Sometimes it's not really like a bad thing. It's just kind of life. Right. So I was talking to a buddy of mine, another coworker of mine about one of our uh, close coworker friends leaving, and we were trying to figure out what makes like a close friend, like when do you know that a coworker is closer um, you know is a close friend and not just like a work buddy? And at first, when you know, the friend I was talking to said, uh, you know, I think it's someone that you would definitely invite to your wedding. I think that constitutes you know what a close friend is once you've broken away from work. I said, okay. And at first, I agreed with him. But then, the more I thought about it, I thought, you know, I I don't know if that's right because so many things go into a wedding. There's money involved. You got two families that you're dealing with and you have to accommodate everyone. I don't really know if that's fair. I think, really, you know, what the measuring stick is, is essentially how much of an effort do you make to continue to talk to them and hang out with them, right? Which seems simple enough, but you know, somebody can leave and it's, and it seems like it was just yesterday. Then you realize, wow, I haven't spoken to this person in three, four months, or I haven't seen this person in 10, 12 months. And the question is, do you care? And only you can answer that question. And I think if the answer is yes, then that does make them a close friend. You know, it makes them a friend that does go deeper than um, than the work friendship. So that's kind of how I measure it. I don't think it should be measured upon, you know, what, um, you know, what, what they could be invited to or what you would invite them to. And trust me, there's people at work that have gotten that close. That's just another level. And it's also timing. Like there's people that are, what if your friend is already married? Where you can say, hey, would you have invited me to your wedding at this point? You know, like it's just too tough, you know? So, Um, that's kind of how I would measure it. How much do you make an effort now that the work is done? Because, and also like, how much did you have to talk about besides work? Because most of the time what you're talking about is work for me on the baseball team. What you talked about was the team. Why aren't, why aren't I playing? Why aren't I playing? You know, we're doing great. We suck. You know, um, what time's practice, you know, and you're spending that much time together. Once that common denominator is gone, what do you feel you still have to talk about so that's how i would measure it and it is a sad thing even if you aren't that close to that person it's just a matter of how long does that sadness last and even so a lot of it is just life i mean whether you 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 know whether they're high school friends college friends it is really tough to to keep in touch and i think the older we get you know those friends that you always talk about it's like oh we don't talk every day um But whenever we get together, it's like we never, we never, uh, you know, we don't miss a beat. And I think the older you get, the more friends like that you have that will remain your friends. Because the friends that you do still try to kick it with and you realize we don't have anything to talk about Um, is sad in its own right. But it's like I said, it's sad, but it's also just a part of life. And all you have to do is, you know, just think about the times that you did have with them. And just say, hey, you know, it was just kind of a moment in my life, just like all the other ones. That was a great moment, you know, but at this point, we just don't really have much in common anymore, you know. And there's nothing really wrong with that. That's just kind of how it goes sometimes. Doesn't mean you can't hang out with them. Um, I think some people just have harder harder times, you know, than others just kind of realizing when that happens. And they think that maybe someone did something wrong when in reality, um, A lot of it is just life and that's just kind of how it goes sometimes um so i just kind of wanted to throw that out there if you have any thoughts hit me on twitter instagram at the underscore styles files styles with an i um okay next let's get to the fun stuff my first bachelor party which was in tampa uh tampa florida okay we gonna talk like this that's how they all talk out there um but it was fun man it was really fun whenever i told people where i'm going They were like, so you decided not to go to Miami. I said, well, first of all, it's not my bachelor party. Uh, And second of all, um, Tampa's a lot cheaper than Miami. So anything cheap, uh, sign me up for. And look, it was great, man. It was great. For what it was, you know, Tampa has, it's like got that college feel kind of intertwined with it, but also has people that, you know, it does have that younger demographic and also the kind of you know, mid thirties swag where we're still going out, things like that, which makes for a great bar scene. It really, really does. So Tampa was great. I mean, we got out there some activities we did. I got out there. I shot some clays. I walk up to the clay shooting place. Uh, they I, they had so many Trump stickers. I could not uh, count with my hands and maybe even my toes. But um, look, walked up, they shook my hand. They said, hey, they love me like everybody else. I said this joke when I was in to Austin talking about this story. And I said, look, people can be racist against black people, white people, brown people, whatever. Ain't nobody racist against the color green. Okay. If you pay and you paid with real money. Okay. They're going to say, welcome on in. You know what I mean? So ain't nobody racist against that color. So they had no problem with me once they knew I had paid like every other, um, you know, American in this great nation. All right. So but Tampa was great, like I said, out of respect for my buddy the Bachelor. no need to get into the details. like all I know is bachelor parties are a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun, you know, um, basically, I think they're all gone on my stories, but we got this mansion um that had a a crystal diamond plated toilet uh, and had a whole room just for like, you could turn into a club it had a stage we were like performing um it had a pool table ping pong table a a pool a hot tub uh it was great so now the bar is set really high because we did it huge you know we did it huge there's like 15 of us something crazy like that we even still were able to get a dinner reservation somewhere um but it was really cool rolling rolling with a crew like that. Like I said, it's my first one. And, and not everyone, obviously, like I said, I think 20 people were actually invited. Um, not everybody that got invited is going to the wedding. And I always was kind of interested in that and wondering how many people went in that direction where, oh, we're going to invite people that aren't actually in the wedding party versus, A, I want this to just be people in the wedding party. And I got to say, you know, if you are a person that has a, friends in a lot of different areas, that might be the move because it, it is a lot of fun. And and for people that, you know, like for me, I'm not going to be able to make it to the wedding. So, and at the time I actually had told them, Hey, I'll do either or. And that was before I knew I wasn't going to be able to make it to the wedding. So once that happened, that's when I was like, okay, I'll do the bachelor party, but it does give an option for people that might not be able to make it out to the wedding, um, it gives them another opportunity to, to hang out with you and kind of, you know, show you love before you go in that direction. But, you know, I can't sit here and say, hey, go visit Tampa. But if you ever end up having to go to Tampa, it is a good time. I will say that. I will say that. Okay, next, we're gonna get into um, a festival that I went to. This is a food festival that they had. I believe they have it yearly in oakland this was in jack london square in oakland it's called the eat real festival a little review on that it was cool man it was cool it was really crowded uh there was music playing they had a lot of different types of food um it was a good time what ended up happening though and i'm not even mad about it but sometimes if you go to these things it's tough right because you don't want to sit there and get a cheeseburger or get something that you always get uh for me you know it would be you know, wings or something like that, tacos or whatever. Um, but you could end up paying for something that you don't love, right? So the first meal, basically, uh, me and my girl split three, essentially split three meals. We got two on our own and then one, um, one like, at the very end. The first two were great. You know, she got mac and cheese and, and uh, wings and, like, this special sauce from a place we had never seen before. I got um, some, I believe it was west african food it was really really good and they and uh and then they also reposted my story on on their instagram so that was great um so we were rolling we were rolling and then we see this place and you know to our to our knowledge right and it's good because this is how you learn and this is kind of the things about festivals that you know, make them fun to go to and fun in different ways. So we saw, uh, um, a sign that said, you know, it said Syrian food, but then it had shawarma and, uh, you're, uh, they had shawarma and then like a falafel. Right. So we're thinking, okay, you know, this is, this is the, the huge, right. This is the huge. like, let's, let's try it, you know, from like the Syrian point of view. So we go ahead and get the shawarma and, uh, Looking back on it, you know, my girlfriend said, you know, uh, I did think it was a little strange when they were putting pickles in it, okay? Um, and then the other thing that was a little strange is they had no options for like the tzatziki sauce or or hot sauce. They had ketchup, mayo, and mustard packets. So we're like, okay, we order it anyway. Um, sit down, go to eat it, take a bite. And it's not that it tasted bad. It's just when you are expecting something, like I've had plenty of shawarma, clearly not from Syria, um, and then you take a bite and it was like, it just wasn't what I typically get. It was like a, it was the chicken, like shredded chicken and gravy with pickles. It was interesting, man. It it was interesting. That's, That's all I'll say. But like I said, now I know what a Syrian chicken shawarma tastes like. And before I didn't, you know, so some of these experiences, they're not always going to be great, but it is good to get out of your comfort zone at times. And sometimes uh, it works in in your favor. And sometimes it doesn't. Um, Okay. Now let's head to Austin. Let's head to Austin for Austin city limits. Okay. For those of you who don't know, that much about Austin because I was talking to a buddy who actually uh, didn't realize how kind of like the whole Austin swag and how unique it is. Austin, um, you know, the phrase I believe is keep Austin weird. And Austin is basically this hub of quirkiness and uniqueness um, in the middle of (laughs) obviously Texas. So it's like a breath of fresh air when you're in there versus when you are in some of the different cities In Texas, right? They got a little bit of techie stuff going on. Obviously, they have the Austin City Limits, uh, things like that. So um, I was really excited to get out there. Uh, My girlfriend, her best friend lives out there. So, um, you know, we on top of that, we didn't have to pay for a place to stay. So it was clearly a no-brainer. So let me start with the food not at the festival this is just like places that we went um this place called smitty's barbecue i apologize i don't know it actually wasn't in austin we had to go to this like small town and those who know me know knows i love like the idea of like high school football and you know everything shuts down for the high school game this was literally that this was literally that and it was amazing um i got the ribs the brisket they just give you like a big loaf of white bread, okay? Um, and again, this is a place, look, for for those of you who live in San Francisco, okay, this is a place that's that I'm okay with being cash only, all right? It's in the middle of nowhere in Texas serving barbecue, and there's fire pits everywhere. We I don't even know how much weight I gained or lost because we were just sweating the whole time, okay? That place, I'd expect to do cash only, but you little... Um, you know, quirky bar in the mission of San Francisco, uh, with all your, your mixologists that want to be cash only. That's the stuff that pisses me off. Like, but this, this should be cash only. And boy, let me tell you it. Those were probably the best ribs I've ever had. You know, they were the best ribs I've ever had. They don't even give you barbecue sauce. They're just like, you don't need it. You don't need it. And you know what? We didn't, We didn't, they give you pickles, okay, pickles, the sides were good, we had mac and cheese, potato salad was actually my favorite side, Um, but it was really good, so if you ever get out there, it's about a 30-minute drive from Austin, but it's called Smitty's Barbecue. The other place I went to that is in Austin is called Snooze, and it's like a, uh, a really hip kind of brunchy spot, and I'm not huge on brunch. I know people love brunch, but this place, like, has, their whole thing is they have very different types of uh, benedicts and things like that, um, and what I had was outstanding. So check out Snooze. It's pretty big. Uh, the line can be a little long, but they get you in and out. I know the place to go in Austin. It's Franklin's Barbecue, but we were there for a music festival, so I didn't feel like waiting for whatever – two four six hours and then going to a music festival so with that being said let's get in to my review of Austin City Limits my number that I rate Austin City Limits is it's a seven and a half a seven and a half and I'm going to give you the pros and cons of it okay um, and keep in mind, this is a seven and a half, and we did not have to pay for a hotel, or Airbnb. So, okay. So first of all, little Uzi flaked. That's my new na- nickname for him, little Uzi Flake, not little Uzi Vert, little Uzi Flake. Okay. Um, but that's not that's not the festival's fault. So that actually is not is not um, factoring into my ranking at all. I will say it was kind of sketch that they posted that he flaked. Um, and then later in the later in the evening, when I want when I was drunk and I wanted to read uh, people's comments being upset, they deleted the tweet, and I thought that was a little weird. Just because, like I said, it wasn't your fault. So so I don't know if that I don't know how that works. I don't know if you'll be there for weekend two. I don't know what the deal was. So even though I had to throw that in there, that did not factor in to my my ranking. Okay, maybe did a little bit. Maybe we could crawl closer to an eight but um I do realize that that is not the festival's fault what is their fault though is I feel like what happened was they signed Lizzo really early to this you know contractor or however it works for the music festivals and she was not on the biggest of stages there was like the two main stages and then the you know a bunch of smaller ones hers wasn't the smallest but For where she is now in her career, it was tiny. It was so small, in fact, that um, it funneled out of – the people funneled out of where the stage was, and we didn't even get to see her. We literally couldn't hear her. That's how far back we were. Um, And sure, we could have showed up hours before and sat there, but then uh, we would have been stuck in there for hours and probably missed the headliners. So um, that one, ACL, you're going to have to hold that L because – L for Lizzo because um, there basically the way it worked was they had two people on smaller stages, then two people on the biggest stages, then two people on smaller stages. So there was no back to back. So maybe because it takes a lot to set up, they weren't able to put Lizzo on a stage. All I know is for that to happen, and nobody is were, was on the big stages at that time. That's a miss. That's a miss. So um, hopefully they figure it out for next weekend um so people are able to watch but we shall see um some of my favorites from the show gary clark jr who i really i thought he was just a lot bigger um as for like and i don't know if his sound has changed but for the people that i know that like him we don't like the same type of music right for the most part so i was expecting a lot of like and he does play the guitar the whole time but a lot of you know, just guitar and rock and da 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 We got there and it was super soulful. So I don't know if, you know, that's his swag live because you know how quite the opposite for some artists, when they have a live band, they come off more rock than they are in real life. Like you could hear an artist live and be like, if you like rock or whatever, and be like, wow, this artist is dope. And then go on Spotify or, you know, wherever you listen to your music and be like, who is this? This sounds nothing like the guy that I you know, heard live. So kind of conversely, and like I said, I haven't listened to all of Gary Clark's music, but I was pleasantly surprised. I just knew I wanted to go because he was opposite of Billie Eilish. And we were able, from where we were, we could actually sit and see Billie Eilish. And we had seen enough, you know, she's talented, awesome. Uh, But I wanted to see something else. And I figured so many people were at Billie, uh, we could get a pretty dope spot for Gary and as you could guess the demographics for both were completely different. Um so Gary was really cool. Another guy Scary Pool Party. Um he was really he was the first person we saw uh, and basically you know he got second place on American Idol this I think this past season and um a lot of people thought he should have won. Uh, he essentially rebranded himself uh changed his name. I he said we are Scary Pool Party so I i don't know if it's a band or if it's just him he was really good he was really humble and grateful to be there which um you know you got to root for for people like that so he was another sleeper that that i knew i wanted to listen to but definitely exceeded my expectations pink sweats did really well he had some technical difficulties and he fought through um but he performed really really well at the end of the day childish gambino shut the house down you know cardi b was on sunday cardi b was good she was exactly what you would expect she's twerking everywhere she's twerking on the wall she's twerking on the ceiling she's doing you know she she's twerking everywhere um and it was fun right it's exactly what you would expect uh but childish gambino man for as much as i've heard him sing i did not expect him to be that good live um from a singing standpoint and performance wise i knew he would be really good and he did not disappoint. So that is kind of my breakdown of the music. Um, a couple of the pluses for for ACL was that they were selling the Henry's uh, hard soda, which is essentially Henry's version of a White Claw or a Truly. They were selling pounders of those for $9. So at a festival, that's pretty good. You know what I mean? So we were slamming them. If you see any of my pictures um, – from the album i look like a henry's poster boy Uh, so that was so that was a a plus although they did not sell hard alcohol which i think um i'm gonna get into possibly why as we keep moving forward through this list um yeah so another thing was they had a lot of swag right like uh, people were bumble Uh, and it's funny because I'm in a relationship, but Bumble was giving away a bunch of stuff everywhere. Uh, So people had free hats, free glasses. You know, I got, of course I got drunk and bought a hat and then I got a Bumble hat approximately 20 minutes later for free. But um, yeah, so that was really fun just to see everybody wearing a bunch of funny stuff. Uh, So I think that that really was a cool thing about it. Um, A negative I would have is that there was just a lot of space and with that space, there weren't a lot of activities you know we've been to places like bottle rock even like even like a bottle rock and things like that they have places where you can go and do different activities like they had cornhole but like it was like an area you can play corn but it was like in the middle of stuff right like they could play cornhole they could um you know shoot pool like a bunch of different things we've seen before uh but it was really just the music i mean there was no food part of it you know we've had like we've seen people like come where there's like a culinary thing with chefs and stuff art no art it was literally you're there for the festival um and with that being said there were no real other mu- like there was one place where everyone like you'd step into the big box that looks like a frame and you take a picture there was one of those um so you can imagine how that line was and again i wouldn't you know be so hard on them if there wasn't just so much space there was so much space um and Austin City Limits has been going on for a while now you know so it was definitely interesting And, and um another thing that that I think was one of the reasons they probably didn't sell hard alcohol is that so I've been to Rolling Loud and I told you how old I felt at Rolling Loud this was a different level because Rolling Loud they're all like 1920 right So you're like, dang, okay, whatever, you know, I'm, I'm washed. Okay, cool. This, I, we saw kids that were legitimately 11 and 12 years old, legitimately. And this, I will say this, ACL was like over a hundred dollars cheaper than some of the other festivals that we've went to. Like most festivals will hit you 400. ACL was like 260, 280. So, I will factor that into my rating. So now it's going to get bumped to an eight. Okay, I'll push it to an eight now. Officially. Uh, breaking news. Officially. So it's it's an eight now. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of kids there. And I think what it is, is if you go, if you walk throughout Austin, like we did, they sell ACL stuff everywhere. Now, I don't know if it's, um, if it's seasonal, but it didn't seem like it. It seemed like ACL is really like a huge part of the Austin community. So with that being said, it seemed like a situation where these 11 and 12 year olds that I was seeing, some of them were with their parents and the others, I feel like, got together with a group and then, uh, you know, when their parents like went to the beer garden, you know? So I just think that it was just a different swag than some other festivals that we've been to. Uh, another thing that I wanted to kind of get into, and again, this isn't anyone's fault but mine, uh, but I got my vape pen taken away, right? So that's always just annoying. Um so what happened was basically the first day I walked in with it in my front pocket um and the guy that was checking us was too busy checking out my girlfriend that that I got by with no problem. You know, he said he basically waited for me to walk away and clearly I was with her cuz we were in the bag line. Um so I went straight through and while he's checking her bag Let's just say he said that she was looking really nice. Let's just say that, um, and you know me, I, I'm just like I, I was too far away to like double back and just be like, "Oh, we good here, homie? You know, it's all good. You know, she already snatched up. You know, we good here. It's it, it's all love. It's all no, it's all love. But you know, we gotta we gotta keep it moving. You know, but I, I was just too far for that. And honestly, it's just like whatever. You know, good for her. And good for him. You know, you want to say what you say, say what you want to say. You know, he wasn't super disrespectful, whatever. Um, So that happened on Friday. So I'm thinking it's all goody. And of course, I didn't even read what you can and can't bring in. I'm thinking it's Texas. Um, You know, I don't know what I just figure you can smoke anywhere. Right. Um, So Saturday happens and I get this soup. And again, my fault it was in my front pocket again. And I get this. Um you know this guy is just like a first of all i i don't know if he was really just loved his job this much or it was because his it literally said like uh security supervisor the dude was standing behind him so i don't know if he was like you know trying to show me he was doing his job well so he asked me he's like hey what's in your pockets? and again it's this is literally like the one out of a hundred person i could have went to still my fault he touches my pockets and then he's like can you take stuff out of your pockets? so i took everything out but the pen he touches the pen Makes me take it out. He asked, and I said, Oh, he's like, Is this, is this a pet or a vape pen? I said, No. <laughs> I was just like, no, no, no. And then he points it to, to the supervisor, and the supervisor is like, the like, if you think of Texas, you know, what do you think of in your mind? Like a six, three, like two hundred-pound white dude. This was Texas, you know, and he looked at me, he's like, Yeah, that ain't gonna work. Throw it away. Just threw it away right in front of my face. Um, and it turns out after talking to a buddy of mine that technically that is just the battery because what I had done is I twisted it. So technically that wasn't the vape. So I could have argued it. Did I want to argue big Texas? No, it's not necessary. It was just annoying in that moment. I was mostly annoyed at myself for being stupid because that guy, come on, he ain't going to touch my butt. Um, which is where the actual uh, cartridge was, so that would have been fine. But, of course, um, I just left it in my front pocket because everything is good. It's all good, man. I'm from Cali. Well, it wasn't all good. Um, Thought about walking back and trying to to get it back, Um, and I just decided, whatever, I'll get over it. And I did. Um, But, yeah, besides that, like I said, I'll give Austin City Limits an 8. It's a good excuse to get to Austin because Austin's one of those cities that I think a lot of people like, but it's one of those that'll slip through your list like, oh, I'll get there after this, like New Orleans. Oh, I'll get there after this, Miami, or I'll get there after this, Chicago. So you have to make a... make an effort to get out there. And I think Austin city limits, and I believe South by Southwest is out there as well, gives you an opportunity, uh, and a really good reason to get out there and check it out. But as a whole, the city of Austin is dope. I would definitely go back. Um, so if you haven't been out there, I, I, I would, I would say, check it out for sure. Woo. Well, that was a lot and it felt really, really good to be back. Thank you everyone for listening. Um, yeah, I think my next big trip isn't until the the beginning middle of November. So, we should be back on track here. Uh I do have to get into some sports as we get as we move forward here. Playoffs for MLB are going on right now. NFL is rolling. So, don't worry. We'll get into all that um as we move forward through these next couple of weeks. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Enjoy the rest of your week and enjoy your weekend. This has been The Styles Files. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore Styles Files, Styles with an I. And until next time, be safe, be well, be wise. Peace.